What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. All right, now, what's up, everybody? What's going on? It's your boy, Onyx, here at Going Full Nerd Podcast Time. <laughs> this podcast time, what's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Onyx, here at Going Full Nerd. Thanks for joining me. It's Sunday, 6 p.m. You know what it is. It's the time where we talk all that nerdy goodness and the stuff that we like to do, think about, and all that stuff, and all that good stuff. But you know what? I, did, I didn't get a chance to really watch and absorb different shows. I mean, I watched a bunch of different shows in, in all honesty. And I still had one thing gnawing at the back of my neck. Is that the like nape of the neck? That's what, you know, it just, it was just gnawing at me. And that is, we mad over what? <laughs> we mad. The world, and when I say we, I'm talking about the world. I, I go on, you know, I, I'm on social media because I monitor social media. I, I really do. So let's get into the shameless plug and let me get really, really into what has been just itching my last nerve. But shameless plug time first. Let's get on with the show. And the show begins right now. So check this out. All right, here goes the deal. Here goes the deal. Old school shows are making a comeback. I mean, last week I did the synopsis, review, discussion about Masters of the Universe. Okay, you know, so guys like me or people like me of my age bracket, we get to relive or see an update or see a continuation of shows that we enjoyed as children, as kids. But I'm going to tell you, after seeing the response to a lot of these reimaginings of many of these properties, and some of them were done well and some of them were done bad. I'm not going to sit here and say they were all great. But are we right for the criticism that we're given all of this stuff? Or are we looking at our past through rose-colored glasses. Are we making what we grew up on better than what it really, really, really was? And that's, you know, and that, and that's the issue that I'm having. That's, that's, that's my problem. That's my problem. And don't get me wrong. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I, I feel personally I had a great childhood. My childhood was slamming. I enjoyed it. I mean, between the entertainment and how we entertained ourselves back in the 80s, you know, hey. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. It is what it is. But so much of that stuff would not fly in today's world, okay? Some of that stuff, I mean, shoot, 
my podcast may not fly for a lot of people, but that's okay. I mean, you choose to see what you see. But here's the thing, you know, but the stuff that wouldn't fly in the past, you know, it really shows the individual prejudice and stereotypes that we accepted without a second thought. And nostalgia continues to cloud our perception of our memories to make it brighter than what they really were. I mean, honestly, if you got a bad memory or something that just really doesn't resound right, you paint a better picture in your head because, you know, you don't want to remember bad stuff. I mean, yeah, bad stuff kind of defines, you know, don't touch the stove, it's hot. But you don't want to remember bad stuff when something personally seems to have brought you joy. I mean, we laugh about stuff now. Like, how many people know <laughs> the name of the black character on Silverhawks? You remember Silverhawks? It was like a, a Thundercats ripoff or whatever you want to call it. We used to rush home watching. But who remembers the name of the black character on Silverhawk. And tell me that that would not fly today. It was innocent then, but you say it now, you be like, wait a minute. <laughs> we gonna have to have a talk. You know, for my 90s kids, you know, why did the Black Power Ranger have to be a breakdancing black kid? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just... Why was the original Power Ranger, Yellow Power Ranger, a f Asian woman? Work with me, <laughs> you know? So it's, you know, it's a lot of stuff, you know, some people call it passive racism. Some people, you know, oh, it was just an innocent time back then. No, it wasn't innocent. We just didn't know better. We just accepted what we were given and blocked out the stuff that just didn't fit our individual narratives. I mean, back to the Silverhawks. Okay, back to the Silverhawks. Do you know the Silverhawks black member name? His name was Hot Wing. Now, chicken is delicious, <laughs> I'll be honest. But to name a black character Hot Wing, <laughs> that there's a problem there. Even though somebody was like, hey, nobody will ever know. It's, it's innocent enough. He's cool. He, you know, he's got a little, he's golden armor. You know, golden crispy chicken. I'm sorry, but it, it's just wrong. And we're seeing the repercussions of this when we get stories that are actually cleaned up a little bit, a.k.a. Masters of the Universe, a.k.a. a lot of the cartoons that are coming out outside of, you know, quality of cartoons and, you know, we understand the nuances of stories and stuff. So now, you know, I remember watching Bugs Bunny, old school Bugs Bunny, old school Tom and Jerry, 
and you had the mammy characters and and we didn't think about it then but now it's like whoa what you know whoa wait a minute player what the hell is this what is this but you know i'm gonna focus on the 80s just a little bit i'm gonna focus on characters on the 80s and i'm just gonna go ahead and go over a couple of things but i do want to bring up something and we will get to it soon and if you saw the thumbnail for the YouTube video, this episode, I want you to see it. I, I mean, this, outside of that beautiful dude in the Iron Fist hat. <laughs> Take a good look. Take a good look. This is an actual panel out of a Smurf comic book. Actual panel out of a Smurf comic book. Run or he'll bite us and turn us black. Wow. Wow. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. So, (laughs) here we go. Because here's the thing. Cartoons in the 80s, they were filled with magical ponies, robots in disguise, and a lot of things that would not hit television today without somebody being outraged, some sort of scrutiny. And I did some research, I looked on the internet, and I looked at it because, you know, let's be honest, we had some great memories, you know, of of these animated, and I'm not going to call them poorly animated, but, you know, these these real, the cartoony, you know, schmoof-voiced, you know, where you had the manly men, and you had this super, you know, you know, damsels in distress, you had all of that, what they're doing, doing the voices and all that good stuff. And a lot of, some of them were bad. Let's be honest, we had some bad cartoons. I mean, I, I chalk Mr. T up as a bad cartoon, okay? And there were a lot of good ones. And, you know, so we had stuff like He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Listen to what I'm saying. It used to be called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's not just like what it is now. It's Masters of the Universe. So all them people that was mad and upset about He-Man not being in the show, He-Man ain't the headliner. It's called Masters of the Universe. I had a long talk with my boy this morning, and he was like, yo, it's called Masters of the Universe. I don't know why people mad on the Internet. I don't know either. They focus on the other Masters of the Universe, too. Go figure. Then you had stuff like the Care Bears. The Care Bears got issues. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, you know. Um, and looking back, there were a lot of dark, disturbing things that were kind of slid in that we like. We didn't see it then. Just like my man Omar said in the chat, we didn't see it then. We just said, hey. Yeah, whatever. No, well, we good. We good. Bright colors, big bowl of cereal, Saturday morning, ha ha ha, after school, ha ha ha, sugared up. We're going to go on about our business, right? So here's the thing they had a thing called the Children's Television Act by the Federal Communications Commission, okay? This was enacted in 1990 because we were rough in the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, you know, all the way back when making a cartoon. Okay, it was a response to parents figuring out, wait a minute, (laughs) some of these cartoons is borderline crazy, and they were doing a lot of 
brainwashing saying this is good this is bad buy me buy this sell this sell this you need this sugary cereal you need this toy hey and we all fell victim to it we all fell victim to it hell i wanted i wanted a i wanted all the gi joe joints i i wanted them all and what happened my happy ass joined the military what that tell you brainwashing mm. but anyway so here's the thing it's not to say every cartoon was bad or every cartoon had issues i'm going to talk about a couple but here's the thing you could say you'd be shocked that some of these got on air i mean it was oh man they were talking about these things like you know things like Murder, child abuse, saying all that stuff was in these shows. Okay, all this stuff was in these shows. So, but nobody noticed it. Okay, and that's the thing. And you know, maybe it was an overreaction or underreaction. I mean, I think kids and people today are numb to most of the violence and foolishness. But to look at some of the older cartoons, I'm surprised there's not a lot more trigger warnings on these old things. And I'm going to put it out there. Let's talk about a couple. Let's bring up the Smurfs. Everybody remembers the Smurfs. Try la 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 la. Everybody remembers the Smurfs. They were just cool. These little blue dudes running around with little white pants, with the booties, white ski caps. They were all blue. You know, one issue that I had is there was 99 Smurfs <laughs> and only one Smurfette. That was not a good ratio. Okay, and even as a kid, we looked at it innocently. Oh, it's Smurfette. Everybody loves Smurfette. Really? You think that should fly on today's television? You know, but that's cool. We're going to do it. But this is the thing. Back in 1989, the Smurfs ended had over 250 episodes, okay, of charming, smurftastic things. But they had one Christmas special. One Christmas special. And this Christmas special was from the second season, and it had a bad guy known as the Christmas Stranger. Okay, that already sounds super creepy. That's almost like different strokes, Dudley and the Bicycle Shop creepy sounding. All right? So what happened? You had two orphan kids sold into child slavery by Gargamel. This made it past censors. Why not? Okay? Then you got this bad guy. He used a a a a a, a, a devilish-looking ritual, hoping he can open portal to their final journey. Devil stuff? I mean, I'm just saying. You can't make this up, okay? But the Smurfs show up, sing at him till he disappears, okay? Wow. That's crazy. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's something. It's something to look at, man. Is something to look at. Now, we got the brand new Masters of the Universe. Let me take a sip of my drink because this is something 
we all could I'm not gonna say we, I'm gonna say people. Mm. I needed a drink on this one. They say people were upset. This is not Masters of the Universe. He, this is not he, man. You know, Kevin Smith, you're a bum. Okay. I know I can't let stuff go. But this is the thing. Let's talk about the OG. Let's talk about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, one of the most loved and well-remembered cartoons of the 1980s. But if you go back and look at it with an adult mind, not through our nostalgia-covered glasses, okay, everybody in Eternia was steroided up. Everybody skipped leg day. Everybody was swole, swole, swole. But, you know, they had an episode called Quest for He-Man. All right? There was an episode called Quest for He-Man. Look for it. Okay? In this episode, He-Man was transported to a planet called Trannis. Okay? Through a rainbow portal, <laughs> okay, where he confronts a lisping pink rabbit overlord named Plunder the Spoiler, okay? I mean, if you're going to be mad, this is something to be mad at, <laughs> all right? And if that was not enough to get people upset then like it would now all right then let me tell you about fisto's forest this is an actual master of the universe character called fisto it's a dude with a giant armored fist named fisto let that get into your head okay Get it into your brain, okay? It gets better. Get it into your brain. And he's caught <laughs> harassing elf boys, all right, by shooting white sticky webbing at them, okay? We were naive then. It's, it's funny to some people now, but it... I mean, do you think that this is fair, a fair portrayal <laughs> for anybody to watch and see nowadays or to complain about a reimagining <laughs> when this is your gold standard from the past? I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> do it what you will. I find it funny. I find it hilarious. I find, uh, <laughs> I just can't with He-Man. I've always laughed at He-Man because He-Man is, is stereotype. Yo, He-Man had a brother wanting to go to the gym back in the day until I found out I was too skinny to lift weights. <laughs> and those, uh, nobody said, oh, you just had to lift more weight. No, that shit was heavy. <laughs> mm. But we ain't done. We ain't done. Let's take some more beloved stuff.
let's take some more beloved stuff because this is all the stuff that's going to get remade now this is all the stuff now because we're in nostalgia mode nobody's original this is this is it thundercats y'all remember thundercats okay if you watch he-man and said you know what he-man ain't bad but what if we had he-man with cats The Thundercats was the show for you, okay? You had these cool-ass cats with magic swords, spaceships, fighting evil monsters, and then at the end of each episode, like every other episode, you got a public service announcement, kids, it's bad to do this. Don't get in that spaceship with the stranger. Knowing is half of what? Yes, the battle. They would tell you this stuff, okay? Now, here's the deal. They had an episode <laughs> with the fears of underage drinking. <laughs> I'm overage drinking right now, so that <laughs> I can really laugh about this now. Mm. Okay, so the episode was called The Garden of Delights. <laughs> Woo, man. Garden of Delights. Okay, so in this episode, you had Mumra. You know, because the Mumra, you know, uh, ah, you know, the, the villain, the quintessential mummy villain. And he disguised himself as a baby, creepy looking plant fairy. All right. And he did it so he could get Tigra hooked on a mind-altering fruit. I know y'all remember this episode because I remember this episode, all right? And God had him hallucinating about flying and then, you know, all this stuff. He was enslaved to the fruit. He's like, I gotta have it, <sighs> you know, and all that. He turned on his friends, you know, to bring the sort of omens. This was like pre-crack. You know, this was like the Thundercats version of crack. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> good lesson. Don't get caught on. Don't, don't get lured by evil baby mummies. Okay. To eat addicting fruit. And knowing it's half the battle. Okay. Think about that. Think about that. And then we ain't even going to talk about you know, I saw in the chat, people talk about Chitara, yeah, Panthro, <laughs> but ain't nobody talking about the fact that Thundercats were basically naked through the whole series. And if you look at what's creepy now, because what was that movie that came out maybe about a year or two ago, Cats, based on the Broadway show, and they had all the actors in the cat get up, and people looked at it and was like, uh, oh, that's creepy. That's Thundercats, folks. That's the type of effect they would have to do if they did a live-action Thundercats. <laughs> Tell me that that ain't creepy. Tell me that that's, you know, but you would complain, folks, if they didn't do it. If they put draws on Lino and Chitara and Panthro, you'd probably scream be mad. If they did that in a reboot, they had a 2011 reboot that was actually pretty good, in my opinion. I'm watching it now on Hulu. You know, guilty pleasures, guilty pleasures. But that that was pretty good. And then they had the atrocious Thundercats Go for the kids on you know 
yeah, we, we won't even talk about that. You know, but is this appropriate, inappropriate? But I'm not going to focus just on our superhero and our smooth stuff, you know. I'm not even going to clown on that. I'm not going to clown on that. I'm not going to clown on that. I'm going to clown on something that was even crazier. Who remembers Scrappy Doo? Now, you could be sitting back to me saying, Oh, Scooby and Scrappy, come on, that's innocent. That's, that's so innocent. Come on, this Scooby-Doo, they were chasing mysteries. And, and you know, I would have got away I would have got away with this without these meddling-ass kids, you know? That was, you know, we're, we're not even talking about regular Scooby-Doo. Because regular Scooby-Doo, you know, we had problems. You know, Fred always wanted Daphne. They always stuck Velma with Shaggy. Something was going on. We don't know. I don't know. Shaggy was always had the munchies. Don't know. Never never saw him smoking anything or taking anything, but he always had the munchies. Hmm. And talked to the dog. But that's neither here nor there, folks. Neither here nor there. So, <laughs> and we'll get back to some of the ones you guys are mentioning. But think about it. They had a spinoff series, okay, with Scrappy-Doo. And it ran from like 1979 to 1980, which was cool. And it had one episode showing Scrappy's origin. And we love origin stories. We're comic book nerds. We like this stuff. This is what we do. So in this one, the episode was called Scrappy's Birthday. Okay. Shaggy, he remembers and recalls the day that Scrappy was born, you know, and I don't know how he remembers it because he was unconscious, according to the episode, but that's okay. But Scrappy, when seconds old, he started whooping the doctor, okay, which got his name from his mom, okay? That's how he got named. Oh, he's so scrappy. He came out fighting, which is cool. You know, you want a tough baby. You want a strong baby. Now, it also brings a better light to... Scooby's speech because I don't think Scoob was Scrap's uncle because if you remember you know Scooby I don't care if you thought it was a Scooby speech into impediment but Scrappy's mom was named Ruby Roo <laughs> and you know he always used to be like Ruby Ruby Roo so you know hey I don't know but that's that's another story for another day but the thing about it is Scrappy, at that point, went on a violent rampage through the hospital. If you look at it, he went whooping everybody, smashing a rattle onto an orderly. He, um, and so it was at that moment, you know, they pulled the Fresh Prince from Bel Air before there was a Fresh Prince from And you're going to live with your uncle and, and Shaggy in the back of a van. You know, it was one of them things, okay? You know, so... <laughs> Think about it. Scrappy, and they, they addressed this in some of the live action movies. Scrappy was a villain. Scrappy was just a, a super villain who was born that they just, you know, he just had no real plan. He was just, just rude. 
that that was just it. But you know, think about these things. But you think about these cartoons, and I love my cartoons from the past. You know, you had some <laughs> cool stuff. You had some cartoons that came on late at night that was strictly for adults. Now, these are the ones that I don't have an issue with because they let you know that they were going to be effed up from the beginning. Your Ren and Stimpy, Nicola. You know, Ren and Stimpy was a late night thing. You know, I mean. You know, I, I know I used to try to stay up for it. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it was just, it was rude. It was crude. But you expected it. You shouldn't expect this from Scooby-Doo, Thundercats, He-Man. You, you, but we're getting these reboots, okay? I haven't seen the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie yet, okay? Um, I made a conscious decision not to go to the theaters to see it. I mean, I just had that feeling I wasn't going to do a matinee or anything like that. And then my alternative means that the quality was not that great. So I wasn't going to watch it. But from the what I've heard about it, they changed Snake Eyes origin a hell of a lot. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It all depends on what they're trying to do with the story. I mean, I grew up knowing Snake Eyes and part of the reason why he was an outsider to the Ninja Clan. It's because he was a Caucasian male, much like the Iron Fist trope from Marvel Comics. But they retconned it for this movie. He's an Asian guy, which makes more sense for a ninja. But, you know, it is what it is. They say they changed a few things, but I don't know. I got to see it eventually, and we'll figure out what went wrong with it. And maybe I can address that. But the thing about it is this. You know, I look at, and I was talking with my boy this morning, and the first G.I. Joe movie they did, that was actually pretty good. Marlon Wayans, I, I liked him in it. He did pretty good, just funny enough, just, you know, action enough. It was great. Second one, I didn't like that much. It was like, okay, come on. But it wasn't what we expected. It wasn't a heck of a lot what we expected. We got Transformers, okay? I'm not even going to talk about the Michael Bay foolishness, okay? We, we know what happens with all of that. You know, some were good, some were bad. Big explosions, giant robots, boom, 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 boom. You know, jive talking many little Chevys, you know, obviously they didn't want to get caught out there with big bad stereotypes, even though they gave the Transformer a gold freaking tooth, but it was a little crappy Chevy car, you know, normally, you know, they know brothers drive old school Crown Royals and Impalas. <laughs> I mean, like I say, if you're going to go stereotype, stereotype it the whole way. Then you had, yes, shows like Animaniacs. They tried to reboot it. Animaniacs, the reboot wasn't that funny. But, you know, you had jokes inside the Animaniacs. Like, okay, um, I got the prints. No, I said you had the fingerprints. I don't think I want to do that. That's above kids' heads. But for us, it was like, whoa, dude, whoa. And that's, you know, 80s into the 90s. Things, the more... The, the rougher it gets, the more restrictions we get. But the more it opens up to show our double standards when it comes to relating to people. There's a thin line between comedy and obscenity. Real, really, real, real talk here, real talk. So we can laugh at everything because that's what you got to do. You got to laugh at the world around you. But when you laugh at the world around you, do are you going to do it at the expense of others? Are you going to do it at the expense of of saying, hey, I'm going to offend a large group of people and do it like this. That's, that's all I'm saying. 
you know, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll see. I mean, a lot of these shows have good redeeming parts. And I hope that those redeeming parts outweigh the foolishness that we get from some of it. So, here's the thing. Before we start clamoring on how great or how bad these reboots are, let's go back and look at the source material and figure out what the hell went wrong. Because I'm going to be honest with you, as much as I love some G.I. Joe, a lot of those Joes were big, stereotypical dudes. I mean, I'm not even going to, I can't even remember the G.I. Joe character's name. Let's talk about the Native American G.I. Joe person with the eagle on his arm. Yo, really? You know, I mean, the way they had them speaking on the cartoons, the broken English, the stuff like that. Come on, work with me. Okay, and you talk about Animaniacs walking the line. Animaniacs did not walk a line. Animaniacs, they casually, they were, they were doing the roll bounce back and forth across the line. Ren and Stimpy stayed on the other side of the line. You know, then you had your stuff to coming out in the 90s. You had your Futuramas, your Family Guys, your Simpsons, you know, all of this stuff. American Dad. These are primetime late night. I mean, even, even the old school Flintstones from the 60s was kind of shaky. I mean, I've seen a clip online. I can't remember what episode it was from. It was like, you know, between Barney and Fred talking about, hey, we need to put on this costume. Well, well Fred, you know, I don't need two heads. Ha, ha, ha. I already got two heads or something like that. Look it up. It's like, hmm. Whoa, what do you mean? Whoa. Whoa. So, that's the thing. I'm sorry to be on my pedestal, guys. I'll, I'll get back to doing reviews. I mean, I literally sat up and I watched some other stuff, but I didn't. I wasn't feeling talking about it on the show as much as I was talking about what's going down right now. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you. I sat back and I watched the last part of uh, Troll Hunters, which was pretty damn good. I might I need to record something about that. I, I, I started watching that last episode, that third part of the Transformers trilogy. So far, so good. Um, I actually rewatched Falcon and Winter Soldier with my wife to get her caught up. I got to go back through Loki to get her caught up before What If so she can enjoy those as I watch and do my theories change and all that good stuff about that. Heck, I even watched, jumped on Hulu and watched uh, My Hero Academia, you know, reading subtitles, man. I got might had to get the glasses checked eventually i'm gonna learn japanese so i don't have to read the subtitles but that's a whole different story but anyway guys i just wanted to share that little bit of tidbit because the key becomes this and it's something that i end the show with all the time if you can't say anything nice don't say it at all matter of fact send it to me let me say it or i'm gonna tell you how much of an asshole you really are by saying it but anyway (laughs) Peace, y'all. Funky music, and I'm out of here. Let's get the funky music. Let's get, what are we going to do? We need we need some cool-ass music. I, I think I need to change the music. You know, it's August already. Eight months into the year. It's almost over. It's almost over. But let's go ahead. Hey, I'm still fly.
All right. You got to love it, folks. I mean, sometimes we got to take a step back. It's not all about the reviews, but it is all about if you've made it to this part and you're watching the recording, not the live version, there's a subscribe button right here. I need subscribers. I need more people to join. You see the members? They're right down there. And we're going to go ahead and do things like that. But anyway, peace, y'all. I'm out of here. What? My music's not playing? Ah, that sucks. There it goes. (laughs) You know what? I can't win. I can't win for this. I can't win for this. I'll try to edit it in after the fact. Oh, 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 oh. She's to all the